said it confidently too. So we, <laughs> but that's what he's like. Can't. He might have done it before. The more, the more confident he is, <laughs> yeah. he starts believing his own shit. He's Fuck fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Welcome to Preseason, a podcast focused on profiling everything on and off the field across the Sunshine Coast A-grade competition heading into the 2024 season. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Local Property Group, your trusted real estate experts spanning from Caboolture to Noosa. So that was two, uh, 2019? Yeah. 19, okay. And then obviously 2020 again, right? You went around again 2020? 20 and then um, COVID. So yep. yeah. Um, started doing a hell of a lot of boxing again. I've done boxing ever since I was a kid, but started ripping in. And then 21, bang, upper body first, upper body injury my whole career. Go back to Ooh. Newport, have some fun, tore my pec. And then the year after, tore my bicep. Just last year, so oh, on the quick box, one was that was boxing. that boxing? It was boxing, mate. So oh. me, and, <laughs> me and Darren Shoney <laughs> were just belting each other. We used to go every Saturday just into Shamrock in it, in it, um, Richard, or Richard, there. yeah. And <clears throat> you'd so you know Darren Shonick at all. Oh, you boys are probably definitely know he's played with Rowland. Yeah, he's just a brick. So we go in with him on Saturdays, and it's hundred and fifty percent, or it's nothing with him. <laughs> so like you're sparring. But you're getting your head yeah, taken yeah, off yeah. if you're not fighting. So we fight basically. It's not so big Sammy Bernstrom used to come down and yeah, um, right. yeah this be just try and get people down just to rip in and train. But you spar big dads and you'd have to be you'd on. He's you're a on fucking or big boy too. Yeah. If you're not on, you get yeah. knocked out. And um yeah, so we're throwing bombs at each other and um yeah, just sort of sparked the chest a little bit. Um six weeks later, trial against Calandra uh, and went like a flat tire, bang, just – and it was definitely definitely done boxing. I was mm. hanging on by a thread, I reckon. So 21-22, purely uh, playing, right? Yeah. No no coaching? No coaching. No coaching. Oh, no. helped um, help coach my kids' team. Okay. So so let's and, – and let's – How old is he? So it's, 10. 10 oh, right. Year, I saw it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he was yeah, – 150% eight, of nothing at all, nine. boys. <laughs> get get big, mate, big diesel you, in there. They the boxer. You, I'm telling you, <laughs> they teach you a lot coaching kids because, um, you know, you've got to keep them engaged the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I just I just love their competitiveness too and their um, – but if you – to be – I reckon um, every coach should coach kids' kids', kids teams because um, you learn a lot of patience as well, but you've got to keep people engaged. Um, and I reckon sometimes they engage better than the bloody A-grade boys, but. <laughs> Mate, I helped out with the set. My young fella's sevens this year, and I was, like, picking kids up. And he's got to go there. And then, like, I'd see a little break happen because you're watching the play, yeah, and I'm yeah. behind him going, run, run, cover tackle, quick. And I'm, like, pushing push along. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's, it's great it's, fun. It's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. you just, yeah. I don't think I've got You must look like a goose on the field <laughs> as the coach. Oh, trying to it's, a, it's bloody chaos. Yeah. yeah. But it's just good fun. Well, let's park the tens for a moment. Obviously, uh, as thrilling as those uh, coaching stories <laughs> might be, uh, let's go back. Obviously, we've heard the story from a, the journey, of course, as a player. So I'm curious to know, and I, I always, I'm always curious about this from a playing perspective or a player's perspective. I apologise about the ambitions of potentially going into coaching after their career. Obviously, uh, DK talks a fair bit about it, um, about his ambitions to coach after his after his time's done in, in playing. Uh, firstly, before I touch on the coaching element, were you always a leader in all the teams you played in? I mean, did you did you sort of look for the captaincy, or were you just a natural leader through those times? What was what was your leadership sort of contributions during that? So yeah, I, I've always yeah definitely had that leadership role in every football team I've been involved in. Um, pretty much always, you know, push myself to get the best out of myself, but also lead the boys around and, and find a way to strive to get the best out of them. 
Um, it just comes natural to me, but I probably like to lead by example a hell of a lot as well. Um, you know, I think it, it was definitely something that I always wanted to do was coaching. I probably didn't think I'd be this this early in the mm. piece, um, but it's certainly something that comes natural to me, mate, yeah. Did you expect to play longer? Oh, I think um, – I oh, think, you are playing this year, yeah, is that right? Yeah, I'm still playing. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, right. I thought you said, yeah. oh, right. So I'm going to play. Oh, He's right. like, I based off the last two <laughs> yeah. years, you were just done. No, I reckon. No, okay, right. I should be. I should. My missus ah. definitely wants me finished with, oh. that, with that. But certainly um, I still just am too competitive, mate. Yeah. Um, so I'm still a bit too itchy yep. to finish on that note. Ah, good, um, mate. Yeah, I want to. More older blokes, the better. Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to definitely have a good year playing as well, and just feel yeah. good. And I don't know if fucking um, Jason Wardrop's playing, mate. You <laughs> should keep going. He's um, he's a couple of years older than me, so <laughs> and he's fit still too. I imagine, is, mate. yeah, really fit. How, did you have surgery on the pec or the bicep? Both of them. Yeah. Oh fuck, um, man. Doctor Laurie, Steve Laurie, got me straight in. Um, so how many man. games did you get over those two years? What? Uh, oh, I don't think he's, games. Or did, something. He, did played four games this year. And then uh, last year, sorry, and then the year before, did, played the trial, and that was that it. That was it. I said he get a single, single uh, actual game in the year in, before. In twenty one, yeah. How had the bicep feel last year? Did it just? Did you feel it go? Just um, shoot up or come out of a scrum and probably yeah, doing doing my job, just pushing hard on the half, trying to put pressure on him. And he stepped back into me into the scrum for some psycho reason, and I'm thinking, what's beauty. He, what's he doing? I can I'm going to tee off on him <laughs> yeah. here. I can and see I this already. Seen red and just swung the arm into him, <laughs> and then just missed him and caught his jersey because I'm still trying to make sure he doesn't beat me on the inside. And it's just popped it. Just felt it go straight away, and I <sighs> defended the set out, and I'm like, nah, it's done. You can feel it. Just yeah. when you do a ligament, you know. Um, yeah, I can see. I can see you doing it as soon as you see you step back in. You can see it happen. You see it on NRL and suit all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, so coming back to the coaching thing. So, yeah, obviously, always wanted, you always, always saw the coaching as a, as an avenue. Yeah, mate. Um, I didn't think it would be this early. Like I said. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're probably, we're probably in the hunt for a new coach this year, no matter what. Um, you know, back in the last year, the club made it known that that was what they were going to do. Mm. Um, geez, I tried hard to get a coach. Um, oh, I tried real hard and caught a lot of people. <laughs> maybe um, uh, maybe the committee was against you. Maybe they had a new earmark from the start. Maybe. Just, <laughs> just planting uh, landmines everywhere. Well, uh, Danny Gray was saying the phone was ringing was a bit. Into him. Yeah, <laughs> I was into him and I said, no worries, Danny. I'll see you in November, mate. Just kept saying it to him every time I spoke to him. But No. Um, yeah, but he kept. He was he was pretty clear from the start he wasn't going to. But I said, can you help me sort of find someone? Um, I got into a fellow named Jamie Vogler. He coached at the – Mal Meninga for um, a couple of years and then he coached into the Colts system. Um, you know, I found out that he wasn't coaching again this year and I thought I'll have a, have a shot at him. Um, he said he wouldn't be able to commit to the coaching role full-time and I said, well, I'll, I'll do it. You just be the assistant. Would you be part of that? And he said, yeah. Oh, I mean, brilliant. So he's a really good coach, really clever. Um, you know, obviously been in the Falcon system for a long time himself and um, coming out of the Colts system, Jamie Vogler on board's a – just a great asset to the football team. I probably, um, you know, that. so he was the last person I approached to to go into the role. There's a few other people, but um, I just got to a point where I probably thought I just want to, I want to win football games. I want to make sure that we, we've got the best chance of winning next year. Um, you know, if I'm a coach that is outside of the football club or outside the circle that I'm, I was in, I probably wouldn't have come to Nambour either. Um, I've got nothing to lose probably. Coaching Nambour. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, but why would you bring yourself into a position where, you know, we've probably got the wooden spoon for the last three years in a row and the worst for and against by far, you know, um, 100% being competitive 
all you know all the time because the Nambour that's just the Nambour way. You still you know you still put your body online, you still rip in, but we still probably didn't have the record the last couple of years, and um, I think that was a contributor to probably why we couldn't attract a coach there um, that easily. But um, I just felt like that if I put my hand up for the role, I knew I could get the assistance around me. Um, you know, what one thing that um, probably motivated me pretty heavily is with my little brother, we're getting diagnosed with motor neuron disease this year. Um, so that was one thing that probably pushed me into thinking, well, fucking why not, you know? Mm. Why don't I just, why am I going to wait to do do something that I want to do anyway? Um, and I I wouldn't take something on if I didn't know that I couldn't be ready for it anyway. I'd probably find a way, um, you know, to be successful to be or to make it work in an, later down the track I'd be realistic about it. Um, I know that... I knew that I'd get the assistance that I wanted and I knew that I'd get um, the people put their hand up uh, to help me do and make the transition easy. Mate, that's, let's let's dive into that because there's a, there's a lot we can rip into. I know we're already up to 50 minutes. but um, This is going to go long. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm getting I'm – I'm assuming you've, you're knocked off. I'm always working. Yeah, so. We've got plenty of beers in the fridge. Oh, fuck it, right. Keep Because this is probably where I wanted to get to as well. I'm glad we got, got through the journey side of it because I think that's interesting for everyone. But let's touch on uh, 2023 for a moment. Obviously, a, a disappointing season for the club. You uh, Disappointing personally, of course, as well. You would have been pretty disappointed with um, how things turned out. So the transition, when, when, did, uh, when did all of this come about? Straight after the season was done, were conversations being had before the season was done? Twenty twenty three. No, was, the club was back in the current coach at the time, so they. It, sorry, surely it wasn't happening seven no, games in. No, he's won seven in a row, mate. We were, mate. They were flying. We were flying. So we we had a really really good group, like at the start of the year. But again, we probably didn't have enough depth. Yep. Um, I think that we were pretty unlucky, like with myself getting injured. But the allocations we had from the Falcons, as we always seem to get, <laughs> was just. So unlucky. Yeah. Like myself being at the Falcons for the last um, 10 years has probably been a hindrance to Nambour because I'm allocated to Nambour yeah. and, you know, I was playing a fair bit of cup. So um, I think BY gets life. Patrice, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. captain so, of the Falcons. So we got Danny Heenan and, and um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's just, he come like he came out from injury and he played a couple of games for us, um, you know, and Max Bailey. So this, oh, we just fuck. weren't seeing him. We weren't going to see him all year, you know. Um, Two of their best all year yeah, for the Falcons. Cheers unreal. for that. <laughs> yeah, so um, they, they're probably unlucky there. But certainly, um, you know, Nate Somalu getting injured the way he did. He'd done his shoulder pretty early. So you boys were talking about his finger, and I'm not sure where that come from. Uh, Damo. I think Damo, Damo but yeah. he yeah. thinks he knows it all. <laughs> yeah. He said it confidently too. So he, <laughs> but that's what he's like. Can, he might have done it the more, the more confident he is, <laughs> yeah. he's thinking, he starts believing his own shit. He's Fuck fucking unbelievable. <laughs> he's our labourer at work. He has had every job under the sun and he's 25. I'm telling you, mate. So, uh, and so three apprentices. <laughs> Apprenticeship. Oh, thanks for correcting that though. Yeah, so he's done his shoulder and he's – I'm sure a bit I'm filthy about that too. <laughs> fucking finger, fucking, fucking uh, wouldn't stop me from playing. Um, but nah, so he was he was a big loss for the team. Um, Beto, um, bloody Jack Beatson done his MCL pretty early, and then ended up breaking his cheekbone when he come back. And um, myself with my bicep, and then those couple of Falcons boys. Not that you ever plan to rely on Falcons mm. players, you just don't. It's just not the way you um, go out each week. But certainly that was a you know big kick kick to us early in the year as well. But um, you know, from there we probably just um didn't have I don't I reckon we surprised teams early in the year. 
How was um, your depth though? How was your depth preseason twenty twenty three? No, I just don't. That's so, why we didn't have enough. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So you knew. So you you were relying on on no injuries. No injuries. Basically, would have been yeah. would have been really yeah. helpful. The surpri- yeah. I reckon the surprise factor was a big yeah. thing because so, we, we every club was every club was looking. Oh, fuck, who's Nambour got? Yeah. Like this is crazy. Obviously, Nate was good, yeah. and you were good. Like obviously, the first couple of games, and mm. then injuries. Crept and we in, had yeah. we had a lot of really like our our blokes um, in that squad. You know, they probably had had a couple of years in A grade where they'd been bashed around a fair bit, so they were ready to have a yeah. good year. Um, and they were turned they were turned up, which is why I'm so excited about this year coming. But certainly, um, certainly, you know that that depth probably hurt us a fair bit last year. Um, and then we got to yeah, round seven, Biwa absolutely destroyed us off the park. Um, and then we were still looking like we could have been in the President's Cup and everyone, like, we had another couple of injuries. I remember just thinking, oh, geez, I hope we don't win against Maruchador because <laughs> I just, you are is just going to turn up. Oh, you wouldn't want to. <laughs> so, but we, you the mate, injuries, we <laughs> like I said, like, I think. And we, risk more injuries, you know. Yeah. 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 And that's because oh, everyone. When, when we played at Nambal. Boycotted. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, got the when, when we played yeah. at Nambour, we just played Kawana the week before, and we were like, "Fuck, why are we doing this? Yeah, like, yeah. we don't want to be here either." But that, game, that was a good game. That game against Nambour, that was mate. We were we were so up for that because we'd seen they hadn't lost either, so it was two teams. Was it was the Presidents Cup before the Presidents Cup. Pretty much, it was like ready to go. So yeah. the wheel, wheels probably started falling off around that point, and, that point, and just too difficult to, to to recoup. Then was it? Yeah, it was just too difficult to recoup. I think we won. One out of twelve after oh, that, or something, yeah. something, you know. But yeah. I think that the year was really invaluable for the boys to probably have a bit more experience on board. Um, you know, what role did you play after the, after the bicep happened? What role did you play? After so that? I still, I'd still get to train and yeah. run water, but I probably, um, I probably didn't get as involved because I think, you know, to be honest, being a bit older now was wasn't fair to my family. Yeah. Um, to keep getting down there. Um, you know, I thought it was an opportunity, you know, being injured to probably spend a bit more time with her family um, last year. But I did get down a hell of a lot and in the boys' ears and regularly, you know, regularly in their ears, you know, mm. trying to keep them motivated and um, sending clips and things like that of where they where they can be sharper or smarter and, um, you know, a bit more game awareness for sure. So but, for the – oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, ultimately for, for, for blokes listening on and, and looking on, uh, especially Nambour, because we've uh, – whether we whether they like it or not, we've probably been a bit of a basher of Nambour of, yeah. of like on the podcast. Well, we wrapped their first seven games, which I can't. Yeah, yeah. but outside, outside yeah. that, we've probably been a bit of a basher. And I, I guess probably there's probably a bit of guilt floating around on my side now because it, it sounds as though it was never a. I always looked at this, and I challenged Calandra on this as well. I always look at it, and we're blessed at the moment. Um, Biwa being the position we're in at the moment, but um, you know, glass house is right. But I mean, ultimately, it's I always looked at Nambour as probably more of a cultural. Thing it sounds as though it's not a cultural thing. It well, sounds well, as though you just didn't have the depth there. The numbers, the injuries just kept kept, kept creeping up on you. What's your? I think this year, but yeah. I think Nambour the last sort of five years okay. has been a cultural problem. Okay, good. I'm um, glad you. I'm glad you. So you, and Blind Freddie could see that. Yeah, you know, you, you um, like I think that certainly that was another big thing that um worried me and probably would worry coaches about coming on board to take a role on like this is that um. Because I train hard yeah. and I train, I've always trained, I've had to, because I'm not that talented. <laughs> I gotta I feel you. I got to. I got to. You got to do the work. Yeah. And that's just as simple as it is. Yeah. You got to run to play footy. Um, running sucks, but you got to run. So <laughs> well you got to do that. You got to do the work. Yeah. Um, and you got to put the effort in. And certainly, um, you know, that's just part of part and parcel of playing rugby league. So, um, it's sort of 
irked me a little bit in the last two years um, that, you know, if training was hard, people weren't buying in. Mm. Um, but I think that we've the back the start of last year and the back end of the year prior, um, you could feel that that momentum started shifting, that people wanted to be there and wanted to train hard. Um, and, mate, we've, we've started, you know, pretty hard and probably set a pretty high level of football that we want to bring um, – doesn't mean we're going to go well. You still have to turn up on the football field, well but said. certainly, um, certainly the standards are, are, are swung. Um, I went out and got a strength conditioner full time. Um, yeah, nice. Who's that one? So Toddy Perinchek. He was at the he was at the um, the Malmeninga system the last couple of years. Yep. Um, just hunted down a young fella who I thought was going to bring some culture swing. Um, he probably helped me a lot early days too. In terms of, I gave him what my pathway was and what my vision was of what I wanted at the club, but he probably helped drive. Um, you know, let's set the bar and let's see how they respond, how the boys respond to it. Um, so we set the bar pretty early in in the standards what we wanted to achieve. And, I think and was he he was there from week one of preseason? Week one, mate. So we yeah. kicked a bit earlier because if you're losing, you've got to train. Yeah. So we yeah. we started a bit earlier than what probably um, you know we would have done in the past. Um, we just started even just getting um, – we got the boys all the gym program each um, just start, you know, get everyone moving pre-Chrissy and and then, um, you know, we did a good five-week block before Chrissy. And buy-in. Um, buy-in's some, good. Some good numbers too. I think good Beats, numbers. Beats has been videoing a few sessions and that and put it on your Facebook. So. Yeah. No, good numbers. Um, you know, you probably – you'd always want more, but certainly, yeah. um, you know, at least I know the work's getting done and the right thought process is there. Um, but certainly every session that we've had has been, you know, to the – Expectations, everything we, we've got something out of every session, you know. Um, and the boys have really turned up. Who've turned up? I think, mate, but just on that personally, I think that, and that this is probably selfish from Namble's perspective, but Namble has really been waiting for you to retire from Q Cup, in my opinion. Like, I think Namble's 10 year period has been good because Marty Caldwell's playing Q Cup. Like if you would if you had been there, I, and I've said it before, I think your Namble's best signing. Like you don't have to agree with that, whatever. I know you're a humble humble bloke, but I think your Namble's best signing, and they've been waiting for someone like you to finally take the reins because they haven't had that coach that might not have the whole playing group or have the standard of like the standard the stature of you in the game as well. So I think finally you taking this role on, mate, it's it's going to make a big difference. And uh, your signings are ready, like. We'll go into that in a minute, but just little things already. So, like, I'm sure Nambour weren't getting that many players last year to train and, mm. like, before the start of the year, so. Oh, geez, mate, I, I think um, you're probably right a little bit, in, not in terms of specifically myself, but we had, because as I said earlier, like, way at the start of the podcast is so many of our junior playing group at Nambour were just so good. Like, we had a really good football group um, and we probably all went away from the club to play a higher level. Yeah. So you probably had that, did have <laughs> to that. To better yourselves, yeah. You know, and then, um, yeah, I don't know, like I feel like that I have always was going to ever, I was always coming back to Nambour no matter what. What was the transition then? Uh, we probably skipped ahead a little bit here. What was the transition from the 2023? Uh, who coached last season? Kenny. Kenny, okay. Kenny so, And what was the what was the transition there from from his side of things? Was it, did he want to go around again uh, 2024? Was it a committee decision? Was it a, a playing group, senior playing group decision? What was the transition for you, for him going out and you coming in? I think that um, main thing was that the club just wanted to try and see what was out there and see if we what we could um, what could transpire from it. Yep. So it wasn't like um, they sat Kenny. Uh, it was more just like let's see who's out there. Okay. And see what what you know what can unfold. 
Um, so obviously you weren't the first on their list by the sounds of it? Oh, no, because they okay. I, they did approach me a couple of years ago, to be yeah. honest, um, when I first finished at Falcons. Yeah. Um, and I said, not a chance. Like, I just think that, one, <laughs> I'm not ready, but two, I want to play and I don't want to take away from the team as a player. Yeah. Um, which I didn't, I didn't, you know, as a coach, I didn't, I didn't want to probably come in the way I did, but I, like I said earlier, I probably just thought, why not? Um, why not if I can get the right assistance around me? Yeah, I think there's a lot we can go into here, and I'll, I want to probably just get your just pick your brain on this for 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 probably five minutes if yeah. we can. So your your immediate response to the 2023 season, straight on to I mean what what and you've spoken on a couple of things, but are you first looking at what's gone right, what's gone wrong, or are you going um, forget about the years past? Let me build a coaching staff that I know can to, that can build a good senior footy club. Uh, back at Nambour, and I think you know you've already touched on even even the blokes you're getting. It sounds like you're probably going a lot for like the old 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 boys because Nambour is probably going, and correct me if I'm wrong. And DK, you can probably touch on this as well. I think like Nambour old boys day is probably one of the best on the coast, right? Like you guys, you guys have got a pretty good old boys group that's around that club. Really so, um, and no disrespect to other clubs in that regard, but you guys do do it pretty well from what I've what I've seen and heard. So your first, yeah, what's your first thought process there post-2023? Because it sounds like you've gotten to work pretty quick on on, on the role. Yeah. Uh, you've tried to be pretty busy before even preseason started. So let me, let's just, let, can we just dive into that in terms of, did you know, did you have a list of things of what you wanted to fix, what who you wanted to bring in, what areas of improvement need to be made uh, and what direction you wanted sort of the club to go in? Touch on that for me for a second. Yeah, mate. Um, Yeah, like, like I said, I took that. I took that position on, and as soon as I committed myself to that, um, just flicked, flicked a switch, All get in. the job done. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I could get the assistance around me. So first, first thing I did was um, create, create that coaching staff. Um, and I, I, I didn't call everyone on the sunny coast. I specifically went after people. Um, Lucky enough, they all said yes. Because <laughs> you're going to be you're going to be playing too, man. Yeah. So you so need, you need, you need yeah. Yeah. so straight away you you look at what 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 does it take to do it, and um, as I need to keep myself accountable as a player still, um, and then I also will won't be able to hold the group for them all the time. Yeah. I'll have to have someone that can help with that, which is why I went after Jamie. Um, I've got a couple of old heads on board, as you as you already know from past players, um, who specifically went after them to to help you know, generate a bit more um, assistance through training sessions. So Brocky Hatton and, and your mate Brody Ox and them. So Not my mate. <laughs> Not my mate. But Oxy, through, Oxy's on through board. Default. Um, another fellow named Stephen Bowman. He hasn't been able to come to trainers too much pre-Chrissy, but he'll be there after. Um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, he'll be back back on board with work commitments. But, um, you know, then I went after the strength conditioner, Toddy. Mm. Um, he was really important to me. Um, and that's a big, that's a big, that's a big dick move. I think having it, having the strength and conditioning coach. Fuck, you got a good it. strike rate. Yeah, you yeah. haven't missed a bloke. <laughs> yeah, nah, I can't <laughs> wait to get the signings. <laughs> 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 I've missed a few players, but I didn't numb. Just my phone hasn't run, stuff, mate. Brucey <laughs> <laughs> Shedden, um, Jimmy Stewart. So they're str- they're strappers and they've been around forever. Um, again, Brucey's been pretty heavily involved in the Falcons and. Um, I just was stoked when he said he'd be back on board at the crisis. So two two strap two strappers. Uh, oh, so they've they've gone around previously. Fuck yeah. it. I tell you what, getting a good strapper, I think that's the most underrated. It's massive. Well, massive. I reckon oh, any fucking senior, <laughs> senior coach. Marty's oh, calling a few favours here. <laughs> he's, he's ringing all the old Q Cup boys. <laughs> yeah, uh, why, 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 why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, and then um, 
more recently, we just um, going back to the the Falcons um, through the the connections there. Got um, David Tunge on board. He's yeah club chaplain now, so his nickname's Chappie, and um, he's just a legend of a man. He's our welfare man, so he'll be on board as well. So he was at the Falcons for the last ten years, and he said he moved on from on there. And, and then I said, mate, come down to Crushers, we want you. Um, come and do, you know, he'll give you shirt off his back to you, you know. So, so what will his role be? His welfare. Okay, so what um, is what player what's, welfare? What's, so, what's that involved on a sort of weekly basis? So he'll just be there at training, and he's just just a voice someone in the who is impartial to the group. So he's not going to tell you how to be a better footballer. Uh, you know, he'll have his tips and, and tricks, I suppose, being around the footy for a long time. But I think it's so important, um, you know, to have that type of person there that's impartial to the group that doesn't pick the football team or involved in operations or anything like that. It's just part of part of the boys. And mm. I know strappers and things like that can be that type of person and water runners, but certainly um, Chappie was someone at the Falcons when I was there that, you know, just being around and a person to speak to, um, that's probably impartial to football um, from a welfare side is probably is pretty special to have good on board. Good touch. Yeah. Yeah. Like man, that. it sounds professional. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Just so he's a good man. Great insight to uh, what's going on there at the moment. So, uh, And so from from on, on the footy field, what, what what are your major objectives from um, as, a, as, a, as a playing group? Um, as you said before, not not the best um, uh, attack and defence record. So what? What's your, you? I mean, can you tick both of those in in one season? Are you play, oh, playing playing one? Hard. Yeah, yeah. But I certainly. So the first thing, um, probably after that, coaching staff and locking the staff on board was to go, you know, see what players we could retain. So retention was the first thing. Yeah. Called every player from the year before, um, and just wanted to express that I'm in as coach. I'm playing, um, but I want you at the club and I need you at the club. The club needs you. And we want you there. And I didn't call anyone that I didn't want at the football club. Um, you know, I didn't just call people just for a phone call. Mind you, these <laughs> days, kids, mate, they don't answer their phones. They think it's spam or phones. <laughs> they ignore your call and so, say, who's this? So it took me fucking Please text. four weeks to get them. But, mate, I, I got Message onto, him, mate. No, TikTok. Get them on TikTok. Got onto every. So we only lost three players. So if you're lost, not following us on TikTok, by the way, sorry to interrupt yeah. there. Follow us on TikTok. <laughs> So we lost. Got to get the plugs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we only lost three players. So Sprouty, he's going back to England. Um, my little brother Robbie, so he's he's going to be massive out for us. Um, and then yeah, Nat, Nat Nate Smalo, so he's going to cool. Mm. Um, so did, yeah, did they beat you on the uh, the dollars? Mate, surely I, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we couldn't um, we <laughs> couldn't match it. Couldn't match that. But <laughs> he's he's done well for himself there, and that's fair enough. Well, can we touch on that? And, and again, I'll, I'll probably just more ask from a curiosity perspective. I'm yeah. not involved in in the player conversations and and uh, and certainly the higher level of A grade conversation. But you do hear whispers. Certainly, over the last few years, it sounded as though Nambour has probably been the overpayer. Like you know, we laugh about the Coolums now mm. uh, of how like the ridiculous money that's getting spoken about and, and rumored and whatever else. Whether a lot of it's true or not, but. Uh, from what I'd sort of gathered the last couple of seasons, particularly Namble was that club. Of Could going, be. I don't, but you know, but as Marty alluded, I yeah. think as Marty alluded to, mate, like like he said, coaches weren't lining up to go to Namble either. Yeah. Mm. Like there was, I think if Namble had to, they had to pay, and I don't even know from previous years because I'm not sure either. As you, you're not probably too sure, but if they had to, man, they. Oh, and I'm I also they, using it as a as a segue, perhaps maybe from the committee conversation. And I'm probably curious to know now. I know um, uh, certainly when DK was uh, up until this season, obviously club captain um, had a lot to do with the committee. So and probably uh, doing a lot of those movements and sort of telling him how he wants the club to be run from a player's perspective was probably the player's voice, not 
you know, blowing too much smoke up his ass. But based off the 2023 season, I'm assuming you still would have had a fair bit to do with the committee um, prior to prior to this season, of course. But how much of how much do you want to be involved in that? And how much do you need to be involved in that? How much do they want you to be involved in in all of those player conversations and direction of the club, direction of the of, mm. of footy teams? No, I think they're they're they'll back they back me 100 yep. with everything that I throw, that. throw forward. Um, you know, the biggest thing from my perspective is I think every A grade player should be played. Um, you know, I don't think we pay overs at all at Nambour. Um, and I, I probably don't have a measuring stick. I'm not really savvy to other clubs what they're paying too much anyway, to be honest, mate. Um, but certainly we pay our players and I think that it's it's definitely they've earned the right to be paid um, and they earned the right to put their body on the line each week to get mm. that bit of extra coin. Certainly from a committee perspective, you've got to probably understand that you don't blow your budget um, and you don't go outside your means. Like you're not going to be promising yeah. things. And there's a line that um, probably the committee – have drawn that probably I wouldn't overstep anyway um, past a certain certain amount anyway because I think that it's just not Nambour way. You can't buy – we're not going to buy a team. Um, it's just not our culture or our, or our DNA um, in that in that regard. We're pretty – if you're pulling that jersey on, you're proud to play for that jersey. Um, you know, our club has a hell of a lot of history of success over the years, um, not as much recently like you know, but certainly for me, like I know that history and that's why – I, you know, probably have that DNA in my mm. in my blood. Like, um, that's what drives me, and I probably feel like I owe to my past generations some more success back at the club through my generation. I think my generation probably let the let that measuring stick down a little bit. Um, and you're modest why. about it as well. I think you're very a lot be of similarities be, between you and Deke. I think this is probably why you guys um, maybe get along, not just being um, a couple of concrete concrete boys, right? But. <laughs> Um, yeah, I admire what you say. I love what you're saying in terms of you're not directly saying you owe it to the club, which I admire You because DK is very similar. You don't sit there and say, I owe it to the club to give back. But in a roundabout way for people who don't understand exactly what you're saying, that's that's the dumb ver- that's the dumb down version of what you're saying. You mm. you owe it back to the club. But you know you don't, you don't, you don't necessarily owe the club anything. You've given the club plenty as it is. Um, but I love that the roots, the DNA are still there and you want you – there's something. It's just almost like this burning ambition that it's it's just cr- it's future proofing. You're looking oh, at it, it, and I think I, I love and the reason success. I was asking quiz, quizzing so much around the committee uh, and your involvement there is because and again I'm only the outside perspective looking in, but it, it looks like maybe um, past years they've overplayed players who weren't the right culture fit or the right DNA, uh, the right attitudes. I don't know what it was, but there was obviously something not clicking there. Mate, I've absolutely loved even hearing hearing a lot of those those conversations you've been talking about today because it seems as though it's going to turn around pretty plump, promptly. If it's not promptly, then it's not too far off. Um, but the the one thing that probably blew me away the most, and and Deke, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. But just the uh, three three blokes who probably run a business, right? Where, where you now, I love that you saw the the systems through your journey of of what a footy club looks like. And it is a business. It's a business these days. We're not playing the fucking 80s anymore. Um, and it's one thing that I think a lot of people listening can uh, pay attention to. Hopefully there's plenty of committee members that are listening to the, that, are, that can uh, pay attention to this because there's a lot of committee members, as we've spoken to in previous episodes, DK as well, that are just mums and dads. You know, they've never run a business. They've never played high, as high level footy as what you have. A lot of them haven't even played local A grade a lot of the time. They don't understand the dynamics of, of how a competition, how a club should be run. So 
I admire that, mate. I want to probably just take two seconds to say, well done for that because it's great to see a um, you know, bit of a soft spot there for, for Nambour for me as well. I've got a business in Nambour, but also uh, obviously Brody's, Brody's in there as well. But, mate, I love to hear that. I loved – that was probably the, the, the biggest takeaway for me. DK, any comments on that in that regard before we keep pressing on with a few extra questions? I just think having a local club and back there, mate. Mm. It's just it's 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 simple as that for me. Yeah. I um I, I've thought it the whole way through. I think that was the only option that Nambour needed to go. Um, I will touch on, but Nambour still doing beers after the games. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just I just want to give a massive shout out to Nambour. Fuck no. They are that club that still puts free piss on for all yeah. the uh, opposed teams. Take note, other fucking clubs, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because yeah, Nambour's hard. killing it in that role. I did. Right? I did. A, I did a session there when, because we had the, the split A grade reserve. Mm. I, I did a game there when I think uh, the Nambour A grade was playing against Calandra or something. So I was. I was sitting in the in the all our Reggie's boys went to go watch you guys play. And I'm like, nah, I'm fucking sell. I'm drinking the free piss. Mate, I leave the sheds and go, boys, get in there because it's great. Like yeah. I walk in and see Marty's like, yep, get into it, lads. I was, I was <laughs> in there with the Wardies. There, there was a fucking jug on every fucking table inside. It's good, mate. It was unreal. Drinking just drinking <laughs> with the Wardies and whatever. But uh, mate, we'll wrap it up in a few extra, a few more minutes. Couple of th- couple more things we want to touch on, of course. First and foremost, uh, we love talking about player. You've mentioned a couple of. Um, I don't know if we spoke about that off air, but a couple of maybe re-signings from last season. You want to you want to uh, shout out? Yeah, so we we re-signed every every player yep, bar three. Great. Um, really really stoked with that and having them back on board. Um, new signings is yep. what you wanted to lead. Yeah, to. yeah, go for it. Um, so Jaden Zanchetta was someone that um, I've been chasing for probably three years um, to get on board at the club. He's a winner. Um, you know, he, he he won the Colts Grand Final in the halves there in twenty or nineteen. Sorry. Um, you know, I probably probably was in his ear for the, since then to come to Nambour because um, I knew I was going back to the club and, and getting on board post-COVID. Um, he stuck law to the boys at Kiwana, which is, you know, well and truly good on him. But as soon as – so I left him, left that car alone. Um, as soon as he finished up halfway through last year, straight back onto him, um, come to Nambour next year, mate. Let's um, let's win some footy games and enjoy your footy. Um I know he's a winner and he's just a competitor and um, I think he's going to be unreal for our club having that half there. We probably have missed a half mm. like him um, and it's probably something that's going to be pretty important to our footy team to have him on board. Um, so he'll be he'll be really good, mate. He's a really big signing for us Great. this year. Huge um, one, I reckon. Massive, mate. Since, so, since Oaks, he's obviously kid. not there anymore as well. Yeah, and losing Oaks, he's tough, um, really tough for the group. So it would have been good to have him for another couple of years, but, yeah, he's working away and, yep. and um, getting plenty of other stuff done. So... Um, but yeah, so Jay Z be massive. Um, another real big sign and that we got, um, which you you didn't allude to. I spoke to you on the phone. I didn't want it. No. <laughs> so I've, we've we've locked him in. Um, he's the most cap player in Q Cup history in Phil Dennis. Um, so he's a massive, massive in for us. Um, not only just his football ability and just the way he can control a football game, um, he brings a lot of other people with him as well. Is that an exclusive so, drop on the That's an exclusive podcast? drop, mate. So we haven't oh. dropped that online yet. Wow. Um, Fucking hell. Yeah, so he's a <laughs> that's good – That's a big one, eh? He's a good, he's a good man manager and player, um, just manages games. Um, and don't don't run straight at him either because he will <laughs> fold you. <laughs> He's a, just a just a brick. So I well, he's not him. playing reserve, guys. Now look at this fucker. Oh, I, I, played, I think he's played, talking. Um, to, I think he's talking to listeners. I played, he's played, looking at me, but yeah, I played a lot of footy against him, um, and I played my first Q Cup game with him. Um, yeah, it just sort of got wind that he was out at Toowoomba and driving from Brizzy, and I just yeah, give him 
touch base with him through Beats, so through Brad Beats and his air manager. Um, yeah, it's massive to have him on board nice. as well, Beats. So, but yeah, he he nailed um he nailed nailed Phil for us, and yeah, he's got a lot of um lot of mates and a lot of lot of cousins yeah. and nephews and great signing for the, the young fellas too. Yeah, and they just the- just a real good leader. Um, yeah, so he'll be. He hasn't done too much training, training the the old fella. But don't worry about it. Don't worry. He'll be. He'll is be. He rest of legs, oh, is he forty? No, oh, I think he's forty this year. Oh yeah. So he's got a good medical clearance, but we'll probably <laughs> see how he goes. So between uh, me and him, we've got the oldest team in the comp. The rest of the boys are 22, 23. But um, between me, and the, him, average, the average age, the average age, the average age is, age is at about thirty-two. Yeah. But everybody's twenty and twenty. And look, I um, you know, I know that you probably. You probably um, didn't give him too much of a rap, but the young Pommy, um, Tyler, uh, Taylor um, Highland, he's going to be massive for us again. So um, he played 5'8 in centres last year. Um, he's He probably didn't do any pre He'd come back from um, Thailand or something like that, straighten around mm. one. And um, I think it was your Matty's uh, merit set, was it? Was it not? No. Might have got in there. I think uh, they, mate, I think it was hard to give him a rap because yeah. of the way Nambour finished That's the right. year. It was so hard to find yeah. the positives out of Nambour at the back end of the year. So he's going to be really good for us again next year. So those those three are probably the key um key sort of yeah. signings, and he's probably the key returning. But you know the Scott brothers, um, you know coming back on board again. He, so Lucas Scott got Player of the Year last year for us. Um, and I think that he's might have give Lucas Bell a rap for that. So. Um, oh, that was yeah. that was another Jamie balls, balls, yeah. balls yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, fucking Damo over fuck. again. Fuck. Well, sorry, sorry we've, uh, we've left we've left you till fucking third last yeah. whatever. And uh, but no, that's yeah, all a few right, Namble, the Namble chat. Imagine the, the imagine the Namble group chat going oh, on hammer hammer when we <laughs> hammer. Oh mate, to we're locals, but we're <laughs> local <laughs> Namble yeah, boys. Yeah, to be honest, a. mate, that first podcast was the best thing ever for my preseason because. Oh, I got him fired up. Oh no! Got <laughs> oh, they just come to train and he's fucking listen to that. And I just thought we got to listen. Yeah, gotta, yeah. We got to, you know, you've got to put the work in here. You can't yeah. just talk about it. But certainly, um, certainly, it motivated the field. Well, I was getting, I was getting a few comments. Really from, good. I was getting a few comments from Oxie about it. He was saying that, mate, the the, the group chat is blowing up about <laughs> you boys. I'm like. Well, I stayed in decal. Like, let, leave Marty till let, leave Marty till New Year just to <laughs> fucking keep these boys was, fired up. It was but fair. He's too, as honest as day is old. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he would have yeah. told him, boys, fucking. Yeah. Well, what do you reckon? You're chat, a good work. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, but I think that um, what I was sort of getting at was those. You know, these boys have probably been been sort of punched into a corner where yeah. they need to either fight out or. Um, you know, find their way out of it now. So they I think they're character. ready for it. Yeah. Um, I think they're ready to step up now. And um, you know, we probably again depth was a big thing. So um, for us last year, so that's why we needed to go out and attract those couple of extra players. Yeah, um, uh, 19s last year. Nah, so 19s ended up merging with Coolum, I believe. And this year we're probably probably not looking too strong either. But we'll just yeah, okay. you just don't know who's going to turn up between now and yeah. April April six. You know. But obviously, big. Uh, I'm assuming a big thing on your list eventually is to get. Uh, get a solid like a bit, mate, pretty big base here, Nambour. Mate, it's um it's massive. So we've already started networks with our junior. We're really good with our junior club. Um, and we've got a we've got our own academy pathway program now. We've we've just started this year that wow. um that Stewie McKenzie and Leaf have put in place the presence down there, and they they've gone to try and find a way to better the football through Nambour, better the coaches, coach the coaches as well. Mm. Um, not just players. So yeah, it's um. Coach. You know, it's probably something that it, the next couple of years we probably won't have that real strong 19s, but I think that in the next five years we will um, because we'll have that pathway for yeah. them. Certainly it's something that we want to be really focused and conscious of um, growing because 
you know, we've been able to pull from our juniors. Like right now we've probably got a really good ex-junior base, um, but you do have patches where you can't always rely on the new people, next man up sort of mentality. So but, were you able to pull any 19s back from Coolum from last season? No, I don't I don't know fully on the numbers yet yeah, okay. with the 19s because um, none of them have come to training. Yeah. Um, I think we've had one young fella come um, and a couple here and there, but certainly haven't had too much yet. But I know that over the next few weeks, normally they start coming out of the box or woodworks, I suppose, from in that regard. But and reserve grade, how's your reserve grade numbers looking? Look, mate, really good. So um, having that depth, obviously, yeah. is a big thing. Yeah. Um, so they, these young fellas are ready to really kick out and have a have a good couple of years, I reckon. Um, and I think having that extra depth will naturally strengthen our reserve grade. Few, few bright lights in in the reserve grade side. Probably just a few smaller bodies. I think that maybe need to develop. I don't know. Just sort yeah. of remembering back to those Nambour games. But who's the name? Who's the coach reserve grade? So Lionel um, McDonald. So he, you probably know his name. He's coached Caboolture when they're in the grand final. Yeah, last. yeah, yeah. He was up at Gympie last year, Reggie's. Yeah. Um. So he he approached the club. Um. Already locked in, and and then um. I said, would you be interested in reserve grade? Yeah. He said, yeah, mate. I'm in, so he's really good to have on board and a lot of So you'll have there. a pretty good um connection with him, I assume. Like yeah. that that'll be good for you to I mean, keep those keep those those lines open between so reserve we'll, grade and A grade. We'll train as a unit, as a club, um, now anyway, yeah. until probably oh, probably till after after trials. Yeah. Um we've got three trials locked in. Oh well, the nines doesn't count as one, but the nines and then two other trials. Um, just against across the waves up at Bundy and oh yeah, going up there. Yeah, going up there for the Triple boys, a bit of a culture one and nice. And then um, probably then we'll have a, then we'll have a home one against um the Swannies just down here, twenty twenty third, twenty third of March. So that'd be yeah, really good. for We the got group. a season kickoff date yet? Out of curiosity, April six. April six. Okay. Well, I think they're waiting for Woodford obviously to get the nod. Yeah. So we'll okay. fo- we'll um we'll get that coming soon. I reckon. Feel that the draw. Hopefully, a bit of a prelim draw no coming draw out. That way. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they try on a few draws with and without Woodford. No, I'm waiting for their uh, approval. So right. <clears throat> usually pretty late anyway from them with the draw. It's usually yeah, it's pain in the ass. Wish they fucking could get it out there. Yeah, I think it's the I think it's the wives and girlfriends that want it more than anyone else. Yeah. But. Well, I was yeah. um yeah. That's why it was hard to try and lock down your trials until we knew a yeah. bit more about it. So um as soon as that as soon as that April six was the tentative one, we just locked in with Swannies and. But I, but I jumped on it straight away. Swannies would be a good trial, man. The way they've good. signed would be nice to just. You're gonna play a trial game? Don't know yet. I will. <laughs> I just got to get me my my body right. Yeah, right. I'm training training hard, um, but I just don't want to go out there and and fall apart. So <laughs> how you feeling? All right, feeling good. Yep, feeling really fit. Um, you know, Toddy's Toddy's given us a fair measuring stick at training. Um, you know, he's really the professionalism there is just massive. Um, you know, we're doing 1.2 time trials and we're doing everything. Same as the Falcons. So, yeah, good. Um, you know, and that's probably a lot of my coaching knowledge base has come from how I've trained and played. Simple as well. but professional. Yeah. And yeah. It's, you don't have to reinvent the wheel in footy, but yeah. certainly, um, you know, we probably just need to strengthen, um, you know, both attack and defense. You can't fix it all at once, but keeping the footy off the deck, um, making your tackles and just effort areas made it be a big thing for me. So, how to, how to push yourself and find a way, steal yourself up a bit, you know, find a way to, you know more Namble jerseys in the picture. You know all the all the all the one line. All the cliches, but certainly it fucking works. That's what wins footy games. Any um, bright, uh, any 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 uh, any bright lights of, of maybe not this season or next, maybe next season. Do you think to keep an eye out for young fellas coming through that that uh, are worth giving a shout out for? Certainly, um, we've got a couple of 19s boys in the system down there. Um, we've got well, Finney Lawson. You know he's a Namble junior. Yeah. You know, he made the Australian um, rugby union team, schoolboys and all that. But he certainly, um, he, you know, he's going to be it's somewhere. 
Um, he's a fullback. Fullback. Um, he probably he probably can play halves. He's yeah. pretty talented, but he 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 could go anywhere in football with his footy, depending on whether junior in the league. Not sure yet. Um, was yeah. was he a one say like losing Nate? Was he one you kind of touted? Well, we have got this good kid coming through who's yeah. going to be a. Like- he, I think that he has every ambition for that. Yep. Um, we'll see where his footy goes. Uh, once he finishes his um, Sunny Coast in. I, yeah, probably haven't. Um, yeah, he's been involved in the conversations at the football club. He was definitely, definitely at Nambour, but certainly we won't know where he, he could end up anywhere, though. You know, yeah, if he's, true. If he's got good, that level, good with talent. Him. So we'll yeah. see what happens with him. But, um, you know, Riley Jervis um, is another real good, tough kid, and Zali Hodges, they're down at the Falcons there, and they're, they're both coming through, and their middles, they'll be really, you know, they'll be a pivotal part of Nambour. Um, they played a bit of A grade the last couple of years, mind you. Yeah, right. So they're yeah. only 18, yeah. 17 playing A grade. Um, so they'll be, you know, they'll be ready for that and sort of hardened a little bit into their um, Mal Meninga season this year and see how they go um, when they get back from that, what our depth is and where our numbers are. How's uh, Big Miles Gal travelling? Mate, he's coming off the back fence. So cheers, boys, for that <laughs> demo. He's going he's gonna to just go for him, I reckon. Have him on the wing like Meads. He used to fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. there, I think. Nah, yeah. so he's going, he's going good, Miles. He's, um, no, nah, he's going really good. He'll enjoy having yourself back, mate. He was, uh, he's a bit of a lone wolf out there. The back Jeez, he's, said Jeez, he's a big man. Fuck, so. he's a lump, man. Yeah. So, um, nah, he's, he's going real good. Yeah. Um, no, nah, you can't knock any of the boys really at training preseason. I think that, um, you know, we, we've gone out and got a couple of pommies again. Um, fellow named Owen Bowie, he's, he was played at Moles last year, um, got player of the comp out there and um, made the outback Queensland team. And that is Ooh. he's a tough, tough lad. Um, Pommy. Well, we won't knock any of them because we've been knocking them. Got to be, yeah, there's another middle. But you're, but you're not wrong with, with the Pommies. I Do you agree? It is. They either maybe that's maybe it's just a, as a I don't know Australian like forward <laughs> thing. How we just go, yeah. oh, we're better than you. Yeah. Like, you know I what I mean? I don't know what it is, but I. <laughs> I I don't think I think there's only been one pommy that's cracked it at Q Cup levels. Yeah, they all come over, but um, oh, I'm sure there's been other clubs, and there's a, I think there's a couple of Northern Pride boys and stuff that are pretty tough pommies. But um, yeah, you, you're right. They're either they've either got it or they don't. Mm. But I suppose that's anyone. But <laughs> they take a risk and come over and rip yeah. in. And um, these boys have been really good. So we've been really lucky with our um, pommy connection there. You know. Taylor and um, Liam Aspen last year. He's done his knee, so he's out for the year. But he's, oh, he's going to help coach as well. Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, they're both just really bought into the club. Um, and then, yeah, we've got a Frenchman this year too um, from Albi. So he he'll be coming over. And he's a winger, winger centre. So he says he says he's a centre, but he's a winger, obviously. Because <laughs> uh, that's what normally. <laughs> if, you, if you're throwing winger into the conversation, you're an so, out now winger. So I want to play centre, but I think he's he's actually I watched him play. <laughs> In the centre so I'll be the last couple of weeks, so he's going all right there. Um, but he'll be good to have on board, big Hugo. So. I love the no bullshit, eh? Yeah. It's, it's one of your reminded me of you when you fucking bullshitted a couple of episodes when you went to Valley saying, Oh yeah, mate, big A grade superstar. You're a fucking winger. Or you're playing fire half a div three kabulcha union or something, you fucking idiot. Oh, you know, take the host, mate. I've gone easy on you, you today. Oh yeah, it's been good. Hey, uh, what was the Fuck, I've nearly lost my train of thought. I'm having a bit of a giggle there. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, actually, I want to pick your brain on Jay-Z a little bit. Yeah. I think it's a great sign. I think he's going to be real good for you boys. What's um, How's he around the group? What's he like at training? Is he taking on board that he's going to be the man this year? Because he will be. Yeah. And is he happy to push you around? Yeah, mate, he'll be he'll be the boss <laughs> with that, I reckon. Um, at the end of the day, I'll, my minutes will probably depend on how, how my body's holding up. But So hopefully limited for other sides. Thanks. Well, I, I just – 
get too bloody competitive, mate. Yeah. I'll be – by the time I get on and rip in, I'm in. I'll be right. But um, see how that goes. We can't get you off the field in running water. Well, Alfie at the back here. <laughs> yeah. Fucking running the side at the back well, here. Certainly, um, certainly I'll see how it goes. But when you're on the field, you're 100% or you're out. But going yeah. back to um, Jay-Z, mate, he's just been – another whole level above what we probably, you know, what the boys would expect to have it, you know, for bull training. He's just been massive. He, he hasn't held back in his in his communication, in his chat. Um, you know, he's just – I think he's a – like I said earlier, he's a winner. Um, everything he does, he's competitive on. Um, maybe maybe I don't know why Falcons didn't see that in him. Um, maybe just unlucky that there was a lot of halves probably in the Falcons squad at that time. I think it's um, one for Kawana as well, man. I don't think Kawana lose. I don't understand that. I don't think Kawana lose too many good players to other mm. clubs. Like in, but you know they had a lot of they you know Roddy there and um and Jacko and that. So they they're probably going all right for their depths and stuff. And mm. you know, obviously Roddy's gone there now, but certainly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have wanted to have lost. No, him. I was very. I was real surprised. So, so obviously seeing him come over to Nambour and thinking maybe be maybe there is a few clubs, I suppose, fucking offering a good pathway and offering saying the right things to a few boys there that aren't getting. Well, maybe, mate, no twenty ones, no um, and that's was a big motivator for me too around that time is to offer an opportunity for people to come and be professional as as you can be. You know, at the end of the day, we're still going to be a club where you come and. People can come and play a game or train and get on the piss straight after. The yeah, game. Have. that's just the the Nambour way in terms of um, you know, having that open door policy to those people. Like, there's still going to be the people that come in and just want to play footy. Mm. Um, that's sweet, but certainly one thing that I wanted to do was offer a opportunity for twenty year olds. You don't have to move to Brizzy if you want to develop yourself. Come to Nambour and we'll give that to you. Um, and we'll find a way to better your footy. 100%. And that's what I think it's a bit of an obligation, I think, for every local league team to have that same mentality. And I reckon that everyone's already sort of got that and you could feel it Um, and just listen to the other podcasts and, you know, talking to yourself, talking to Barty. Like, you know that that's what everyone's sort of thinking, but it's probably even more of an opportunity now that there's no 21s that we probably got to find a way to lift our standard. That lifts the whole competition standard. Yeah, well said. And lifts, lifts everyone's standards. I, I, I think Woodford's going to – obviously Woodford coming back into the comp and every other club looking to push their standard of football, looking to push their level of where their club's at as well. It's a massive thing to even get back in the comp. I know Gimpy's mm. out at the moment. Mm. I don't know how – they could be out for a long time because it's such a big way to get back and with every club trying to push a higher standard. And even when they get their Falcons back, you want your you want your club training well. You want these Falcons boys walking into a system where they enjoy it. Like just integrate straight into exactly. It. They don't go fuck. This is shit. Yeah, like what, what are we this? what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. You know, even your reserve grade. I man, I want to see the reserve grade flourishing as well. And that way, they're not just I suppose they're not just fucking young fellas anymore playing reserve grade. It's like a it's an actual trial. Well, to needs to, well, the way I see a reserve grade, I talk about this a fair bit. I'm a pretty passionate reserve grade footy player, mainly because I see reserve grade as as the reserves to, to A-grade. There should be boys who should be pushing to play A-grade regularly and, and they should be playing a high level of footy to be able to, to, to keep pushing that um, that case. But, yeah, I, I, I love what you're saying here, mate. I, I think it's I think it's great. And I think the, but the coast is growing. The coast probably hasn't yeah. had the, the, the spotlight it, 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 it should have had for the last couple of years. But I think there's a lot of people coming in now, a lot of people coming up from down south, of course. So I think it's only going to get better from here. And I think having blokes like you around more often and, um, having those systems in place and professionalism and I guess talking about not to give up, blow smoke up our ass, but having pulling back the curtain on a lot of these things, I think there's a lot of people. Nambour's been very quiet. 
over, over the last few months. But on purpose. Mm. On purpose. You it's, can see it now, yeah. Well, we just had to get our job done and that yeah. was something that was probably pretty important. And at the end of the day, um, it means nothing until we play footy anyway. Yeah. and yeah, but, but I, yeah, I, I, that's what I love. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah gonna, you, yeah. work's going to be there and you just got to get the job done. Look after your own camp first though. Yeah. Um, one more question before we wrap it up. We yeah, uh, better better keep this show on the road. Um, mate, obviously the uh, change of tune a little bit, but coming back to uh, Silly Sunday, Mad Monday, uh, any uh, any shout-outs to best on ground, worst on ground? So I, and I, I'm asking you worst on ground because previous previous guests don't want to talk about worst on ground because I think they're going to fucking stitch themselves up. So <laughs> I reckon based off what you've said so far, you'll probably throw off a few blokes under the bus here. Uh, we'll see. I just um, I missed out on last year. Like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, been injured, so I don't have any stories or any best on grounds or worst on grounds. So I'm a bit bit boring there for sure you. Sure, it is. But sure I reckon you've been to some of the best Mad Mondays, <laughs> like yeah. being with those Q Cup belters, mate. So give, um, give people a, an insight on at Q Cup. Do you ever get any NRL players coming back for Mad Monday? Like, oh, that's oh, it. They yeah, fly them in for Mad yeah, Mondays, and they fly them out just <laughs> too. So. They, they let them have a beer and then they get them straight out. But just um, yeah, it depends where the storm and that are in their system. So some yeah. some years um, we would you know everyone we just lost a major semi or um, you know the GF year they let them have a beer when we lost to Papua New Guinea. But um, you know they didn't let them party on with us. But certainly certainly they um, they get them out pretty quick. <laughs> When they know that Mad Monday's on, obviously, if we mate, the Sunshine Coast Daily hasn't got the resources that the fucking Daily Telegraph has. No one's following around with cameras. That's it. Well, they might be. I don't know. But I think for scoop. Main thing is because Melbourne Storm's been so successful the last yeah period, so they need them back for training. So they bring them, call them the Renegades. Like every club's got a what's your reserve grade, so they they bring the Renegade club back down to train against the NRL team. You know, so they got to have them fit for fit for that. But certainly. Oh mate, there's certainly been some good parties. That's for sure. Is the social element going to be a big thing on your on your agenda for for Nambour? I think obviously having a, a relatively and like a better expression here, but like a losing mentality to a degree for the last few years is certainly. Um, we spoke about this to, to Jacko uh, at Kiwana. I think our new uh, Chris coming in. I think yep. it was a big focus on um, the social element as well. Is that a big part of of, of your coaching? Oh look, mate. Um, I think I think <laughs> you've got to stop them somewhere. Yeah. So Nambour. Nambour has been just a we're a tight group. Just everyone, you know, and every football team should be. Um, but bloody hell, you know, the when you're in that in that culture in that group, everyone the brothers, and that's that is it. You know, it's, it is that mentality of you've got their back. Um, and you know, you certainly when one person's party and everyone's party, and mm-hmm. so. But certainly, I think that um, I won't have to really try too hard to organise the social <laughs> events. But is, uh, certainly, is Boise leading the charge there? <laughs> 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 so yeah, so it doesn't take much for Boise to rip in, and you know Shorty and Lachlan Shorty, you know he's been really great to have on the club as well. But they're all good mates prior to coming to Nambour. Yeah. Um So we got a good, they got a good group there, mate. For definitely the social side, nothing There's to worry no, about, no stress there. For, so for some clarity, the people that listen, Boise is actually the bloke that's uh, they filmed that. A, they, you know where I'm going. They filmed this. Uh, Someone's filmed from the sideline. Boise was actually playing. It might have been a bit of rugby union. He's run off to the crowd member and he was smoking a durry on the wing, still playing. Mate, <laughs> insane. I like love it's, that. It's, 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 I love it was that. a nines or a sevens, but it was only a muck around and I think they were on a bloody Bucks party or something. But he's just smoking yeah, a roll. He's sitting on the wing, no drums. And he goes up and he makes a tackle yeah. and, it, and he's oh. lit still. I don't know. Mate, so good. Oh, yeah. So, no. Nah, just a bet, Rolly. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no. Nah, oh, yeah. So the boys don't have any trouble with the social side of yeah, it. But that's um, you know, it's probably just been the sunny the Nambour way. Sorry, we've you know just good good mates. Yeah, no. good. Mate, any, uh, we'll wrap it up pretty soon. Any final comments, DK? Uh, mate, who are you looking forward to playing this year? Obviously, with signings and that. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm excited to see what Coolum can offer. Yeah. Because I feel like it's it's been pretty full on. And same as Calandra. Calandra's signed mm. 25 blokes that aren't from Calandra, so I'm excited to see um, what they turn out with as well. That's right. I just think that, um, geez, I'm the kind of player that, I just like every week who I play against, I just hate them. So whoever I'm playing, I just switch on and tunnel vision on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really like playing anyone less or more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just take it personally every time I take, take a team on. It's funny how you, you can – but, yeah, you certainly get up for more games. Historically, we've probably had a good rivalry against Noosa yeah. um, with all those grand finals that we played against them and um, beat them in a couple and they beat us in a couple over the years and – um, you know, that's probably from the club's culture. But, um, you know, we have always have good ding-dongs against Maruchidor, um, always step up. This year we actually, same thing, cool, and we knocked them off twice. So they're going to come out, you know, probably taking, a, you know, taking that a bit personally yeah, that we, they didn't get us last year. So, um, you know, I just think that, you know, every team's – I think every the standard in this competition this year is going to be great. Mm, um, and I agreed. think every team's going to be good. So look forward to every week, mate, I think. It's yeah. going to be good. Well said. Who's, hey, well, who's well, going to be shit? <laughs> I don't, well, I don't reckon it would No, no. I don't reckon there, there's going to be any low standards just yet. I don't think until we get on the field that you can tell who, um, you know, who's going to be who. But I reckon this, this is going to be closest comp in years, man. I think it will be. 100%. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, we've probably, and it's, it, you know, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, good one, Marty. But at the end of the day, we've probably got the most, well, one of the most pressure on is on us to probably do better. Um, but we have got nothing to lose in terms of, um, you know, I think that we we need to do better. Um, so there's no pressure there. But at the end of the day, we have to do better as well. So we we should take a look at it both ways. Got to we have to do better than what we have done. But at the end of the day, there's probably no pressure to, to do better because we haven't um haven't put the runs on the board. So we needed to focus on that first. Well, Woodford's in the comp, mate. So you won't get the spoon. So it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Moving on. <laughs> you know. You know he's going to kill you for that. He fucking. <laughs> All right, boys. We'll leave it there. Uh, any final comments, Marty, before we wrap it up, mate? Nah, I just love your work, lads. Um, yeah. It is massive. And I think that um, a lot more people probably listen. Um, you know, I've listened to every episode and I've just loved your work. You haven't put me to sleep yet. So ah, brilliant. really appreciate it, lads, eh? Nah, nah, I hope it. you stay fit and healthy this year, mate. The comp's only better yeah, having you well, nice mate. Yeah, good follow Appreciate time. it, boys. Thanks for your time, mate. Appreciate it. Appreciate the insights. Plenty of uh, good takeaways. Uh, we'll see you for now. Hooroo. Thanks, boys. I told you. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Big A-grade superstar. <laughs> you're a fucking winger. Or <laughs> well, you're playing fire half a div three to Union or something. You're <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs>